this is Brian Shea, a communications associate with the Institute for Global Tobacco Control at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. The Institute has collaborated with the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids and the International Union Against Tuberculosis and Lung Disease to develop a comprehensive how-to guide on assessing compliance with tobacco packaging and labeling requirements. Jennifer Brown, one of the lead authors, joined us to talk about the report. Tell me, why are packaging and labeling restrictions so important, and why do we also need to address compliance? Yeah, so tobacco packaging is a very important marketing tool for the tobacco industry. So packaging is prime real estate, as it's often still allowed to be displayed in stores and is often out and displayed when consumers are smoking. The World Health Organization Framework Convention on Tobacco Control requires that parties adopt packaging and labeling regulations, such as large graphic health warning labels, among other requirements. And health warning labels on tobacco packaging serve as an important source of health information. They promote smoking cessation, and they often deter youth from initiating smoking. Many jurisdictions have implemented the FCTC-mandated tobacco packaging and labeling regulations, and it's important for us to assess compliance with these regulations or whether or not the provisions are being implemented in practice in order to document any violations of the regulations and also identify loopholes. These findings can be shared with stakeholders, the public, and policymakers in order to improve enforcement efforts and also gain support for stronger measures in the future. This guide is very comprehensive, very much detail in it. What is the target audience for this kind of document? Yeah, this guide is a great resource for tobacco control advocates, such as those working at civil society organizations who might have limited experience conducting research and who have different levels of resources. One great thing about the guide is that it's flexible and it can be tailored to one's goals and the resources one has in terms of funds and time. The guide presents a number of different options on how to conduct an assessment, depending on what your research question is and what resources are available to you. Uh, The guide can also be used to assess a variety of tobacco packaging options, so including packaging for combustible cigarettes, smokeless tobacco, BDs, and e-cigarettes. Throughout the guide, we detailed things you should take into consideration when you're planning an assessment and provide the pros and cons of each approach. Obviously, this took a lot of work to get to this final document. What kind of previous work informed the project? Uh, This guide was written based on approaches to compliance assessments that we've seen in the scientific literature, uh, based on the experience of grantees of CTFK and the union who we collaborated with and whose partners have conducted assessments, and also based on our own experience collecting data for the tobacco pack surveillance system here at the Institute for Global Tobacco Control. Thank you for listening. For more information about the Institute for Global Tobacco Control, please visit us online at jhsph.edu slash IGTC.